Welcome to our August 2022 Explorer Call here at IRA. I'm Janine Stanley, the Director of Customer Communications here at IRA. And tonight I have with me Sandy Marcus, our VP of Marketing. Hey, Sandy. Hello, Janine. Hello, everybody. And uh, I think she has recovered from the, the road show that we did, which we'll talk about here in a second in our brief news update. But we also have with us for the bulk of tonight's programming, our CEO, Troy Attilio. Hey, Troy. Hello, everyone. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. He's, he's rushing the season a little. He has ravens in his tree outside. So if you hear yeah. birds, that's, uh, you know, it's a little scary, actually. I, but... I think they wanted to listen in. I don't know why, but. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Well, we'll hope that it's lucky. We will hope that it's lucky. So as you probably know, there is a lot going on at IRA right now. And I wanted to give just a minute or two for Sandy to give us a little recap on the Starbucks Roadshow that we did over the last couple weeks. It was a lot of fun for everyone who participated. So Sandy, how did that go with coffee and uh, cupcakes and 50th anniversary stuff and all kinds of fun? Where can you go where coffee and cupcakes aren't a wonderful company? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so we always say we're so honored to call Starbucks our partner uh, in creating accessible spaces, inclusive experiences in their stores across the U.S. So we traveled to um, seven different cities from up and down the East Coast, the middle of the country, and up and down the West Coast. And it was terrific. We met uh, several new explorers. We saw lots of old friends. We learned to taste coffee with many of our senses, including the favorite um, one, which is part taste, part smell. And that's slurp. slurp. And it's perfectly polite to slurp coffee during a coffee tasting. Anyway, it was really quite enjoyable. And the most important thing is that we were able to tell lots of new people about Ira at Starbucks, um, why it's important to Starbucks and encourage people to go in and visit, whether you have a cup of coffee or a cupcake, or you just go in and sit down and visit with a friend, you are welcome in Starbucks. The Starbucks partners are ready and waiting to receive you. So go visit Starbucks near you. Um, no sooner than an hour from now when this call is over. <laughs> That's right. Stay right. tuned. Right. Any time after that. Absolutely. Because you know what's coming up. Pumpkin spice season. Mm -hmm. mm -mm -mm. I love pumpkin spice. So happy, happy day. But wait till September, folks, please. Okay. Please don't rush the season. All right. So, Troy, it is time to talk about IRA everywhere. And I do mean everywhere, but especially IRA desktop. We have kicked this thing into full public beta. Can you tell us a little bit about IRA for desktop in the public beta? Because it has just exploded, I think exploded. is a good term. Um, I'm going to give some stats. I'm going to share some recent changes because as we mentioned we are working on this product every day and we're releasing new updates into um, what we call production uh, every week so i'll give some updates so you know big picture again um in case every if no one's heard me talk about this before i'm super passionate about ira everywhere about desktop this is really a response to 
what we learned from you all about how you want to interact with Ira. You wanted to be able to use Ira on the computer without a phone. You wanted to be able to use Ira while you're sitting and have your hands effectively free, not manipulating the phone. You wanted to be able to share files. You wanted to be able to share your screen. You wanted to be able to call with a single command or, um, or hotkey. And so we've been working at this for a while. Um, what, uh, what we're seeing is just increased uh, usage, more users every day. Um, I think at this point, we're at over you know, 10,000 minutes of usage, over 700, 800 sessions, um, and over uh, 170 different unique users. And so if you're one of the people on the call, you're like, I have a desktop, I'm not sure, maybe, or I'm not sure how to sign up. Um, we're going to streamline it a little bit. Um, so Janine, uh, make sure I, I get this very clear. Um, again, it's a public beta. So like meaning anyone can use it. We're not trying to gate access. If you want to try it out, um, it comes with some limitations or some things that the desktop will be able to do over time that it doesn't do today. And all of that information is on ira.io slash everywhere. We'll talk yeah. about some of those things yeah. that are coming. Oh, um, ira.io slash desktop. Yes. Well, Ira slash I everywhere has all of the marketing, all of the information. Oh, ah, that's right. Gotcha. You're, you're cutting to the chase, which is <laughs> if you don't want to sign up for the beta, if you don't want to give us your name and email, which is what you can do to get an, to, as a way to say, hey, I'm using the desktop and I want to receive emails about updates to the desktop. You're like, eh, I don't want any of that. I just want to use it. Just make it simple. Um, you can bypass all that. And, and we're talking about this today. Um, you can go to ira.io slash desktop, and it will redirect you to the login page. So you don't need to sign up. You don't need to give me your email. You don't need to give me your name. But if you want to give that information so that we can email you with specifics about changes to the desktop, um, now or later, you can go to ira.io slash choice, and you can register for the beta. You're just you're just declaring that you want some more information about future changes. So what's the bottom line? coming hard and fast too. <laughs> yeah. The bottom line is bookmark this page or bookmark the page that comes up after you get redirected, but it's ira.io slash desktop. Again, that's on Windows, Mac, and on those platforms, it's Safari, it's Firefox, it's Edge, and it's Chrome. Hey, I heard a new browser in there. <laughs> yes, so one of the updates was we're now standing behind Safari. We had some accessibility challenges. We believe we've resolved those. And so Safari is back on the menu. Um, so right. Browser, go for it. Um, let's see, what else would I tell you? So again, the basics, log in with email, log in with phone. You get the code in your email or on your phone. Now you're on a main page. What can you do on the main page? Well, you can hit the button, you can call the agent, you'll be connected, or you can start by saying, hey, I wanna provide some information. I'm gonna type in a message to the agent, or I have a couple files I want them to look at, or it's gonna be important in my call for the agent to have some files. Maybe you want them to modify it. Maybe you want them to read it. We support that. So now you're connected, okay? And um, now that you're connected, some of you, um, may have reported it's an issue some of you recorded and, and we've since resolved it although we've heard of a couple situations where it doesn't work perfectly but if you're someone who doesn't have a camera 
built into your laptop and you don't have one connected. In the past, you wouldn't be able to make a call. Um, we've removed that restriction. Um, you know, there's plenty you can do with Ira on the desktop without using the camera. So, um, so that's that's been updated. Um, we've also um, just been updating in general the accessibility. We've been working with hotkeys. And now, Janine, we talked about this yesterday. There was one or two other features that we've added probably since the last time we talked. I'm trying to think. Of yes, there's location services now. You will get a prompt. Uh, if you have not logged in in a while, you'll get a prompt to enable locations. That location services is uh, enabled so that if you are, let's say, taking your laptop to a Starbucks and you want to work with, uh, you know, some of your files and things and you might need an agent, you can bring that up and that offer should apply when you are there. And right. This is a beta, yeah. so let us know if it doesn't. And just as a reminder, just as it is on the mobile app, as it is on the desktop app, um, provided you have a free call to make or you have minutes on your personal plan, you can always you know, tell the agent, hey, I'm at a Starbucks, the offer didn't trigger, you know, please apply it. So there is that back backstop in general, you know, because mm -hmm. that's one of the beauties of a human-based service, right? We're not fully dependent on software. And so it's the combination that allows us to be a little more flexible. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so we've, we've added location, um, small fun detail, and you guys know I'm part tech nerd, but um, at the end of the day, that location is a function of a little bit where the IS, where the internet signal is being delivered from. Most laptops don't have GPS in it. And so what the computer does is says, hmm, let me figure out where I am based on the internet provider. So that's why, mileage may vary on location-based offers on the desktop because the way that the device, the computer gets the location is a little different than the phone, which has the nice little GPS radio in there to know more precisely where that phone is. And what we also, we oh gosh, we, we have uh, support now with our agents for a couple more screen sharing options. And we're going to have some info on these in our newsletter, which will be out uh, early next week, actually. It's coming out a little bit later. Uh, but we now, besides TeamViewer, we also have TeamViewer Quick Assist, which is sort of a TeamViewer Lite that is a free download. And we'll have information about that in the newsletter how you can get that the best thing about that is the id and password fields are completely accessible with all of the major screen readers and operating systems so no more having to install scripts or anything like that um, which actually with um, desktop that becomes much much easier but now we also support chrome remote desktop which is a it's not exactly a plugin i'm trying to remember what they call it but it is I can, um, yeah. I can help out here, yeah. Ah, great. So, um, and I'll just make one minor correction. So Quick Assist has nothing to do with TeamViewer. TeamViewer is a company based out of Germany. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Quick okay. support. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I knew I was going to do that. <laughs> but the, um, we're, as we discussed, we had, you know, forewarned or announced that we, we were trying to provide more choice and, and alternatives, and that included TeamViewer, alternatives to TeamViewer, the software. So both. Quick Assist from Microsoft and Google Remote Desktop um, do the same functions as TeamViewer. They're just from a different vendor. And some folks report, and I would confirm, that the experience on whole is easier and is definitely more accessible. There's elements yes. of TeamViewer that aren't accessible 
um, and despite you know working with that company, they've yet to kind of invest in that. Um, so Microsoft Quick Assist will only work if you're on a Windows machine. It's not a application you install on your Mac, but most of us are on Windows. So that means you just need to download that from the App Store. It's in the, it'll be in the newsletter how you do that. Once it's installed, you're good to go. You can use it. And then separately, um, Chrome, uh, remote desktop, same thing. You need an application installed that you permit to give permission to access your computer so that um, when you request an agent to remote into your computer, it has the privilege, if you will. Bottom line is the information will be in the uh, the newsletter and you now have alternatives. And I would encourage you to, if you're someone who's using TeamViewer today or you've wanted to use um, a remote access tool while working with Ira, um, check them out. And you know, I'd be interested to know over time which one's better and why, or maybe they're equally good. Um, Absolutely. And, and Absolutely. one final detail on that, it definitely works in concert with the desktop, but it doesn't require the desktop, just like TeamViewer didn't require the desktop. It's just another way to collaborate with IRA. Yep. Yep. And we are just broadening that scope daily, I think. Um, but there are also instructions on how to set up these particular remote assistants on that page, ira.io slash desktop. So if you are, you know, considering working with the beta or considering installing one of these, you might want to visit that page and read it over because there's a lot of good info on there. And we're updating that again um, pretty regularly to keep that uh, up to date. So so can we talk about anything else in the IRA everywhere land, Troy? Hmm, hmm he says. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going through my list for, for Troy here, myself. It's the end of the day, and um, I did take notes, but they're downstairs. Oh, I was going to say, um, we do have some announcements coming out. So please, uh, if you are interested in all things IRA, you can subscribe to our RSS feed for our newsroom content. And that is ira.io slash feed. And then we will also have, we have a new podcast feed for you. And that is Pinecast dot com slash feed slash iracast and all of this of course will be in the newsletter so you can reference it uh, but be sure to sign up for those feeds in your rss uh, client of choice and that way you can get notified anytime we put something new up in the newsroom and i would say for the next month or so uh, you definitely want to do that <laughs> great well Troy, we have another topic tonight to mm -hmm. talk about. I am going to turn this over to you, and then um, we will probably take some input from uh, our audience here. Yeah, very good. Okay, so um, this is an important announcement, and I want to be very clear on the announcement. And so I'm going to I'm going to go through it, and then we'll open up to questions. Um, so. As always, you know, first off, I think I already said that, you know, thanks for joining this call and many calls. This is one way we connect with you to share news. Um, and so the important information tonight is about our paid subscription plans. Um, we will be raising rates in 2023. So everyone's going, oh no, what, what does this mean? You know, how much? So let me go through this. Um, I think the one thing I want you to remember is that for current subscribers, so the folks that help build IRA, 
you will not be impacted by this raise. We're going to, um, as, as we'll describe here, um, you will be able to lock in the, your current rate, your current subscription or whatever subscription you choose um, to keep uh, through 2023. Um, so this information I'm, I'm gonna go through will be communicated more generally in a follow-on um, announcement email, right? Sandra, that's gonna be going out soon or it's gonna be on our website? It Two things. Uh, there's a newsroom article that's posted right now that folks can find after mm -hmm. you wrap up today or we wrap up today. And mm -hmm. then, yes, beginning tomorrow, a series of emails. Uh, and from now through the end of the year, we'll continue to keep Great. folks to date. Great. So let me let me go through this a little bit. Let me kind of be a little more transparent on the thinking and what's happening. Um, and then first, I want you each to know that I and Ira, we value each and every explorer, whether you're a paid subscriber or a guest. Um, I think you've heard me talk about this, but specifically your use of Ira really powers the advocacy and awareness of visual interpretation. It informs our private and public audiences, both access partners, as well as you know, policymakers about the need and the value of a service like Ira. Like, because you use it, because you're using it more, not just as individuals, but as a community. Um, that is data that you cannot look away from, right? So simply put, every call matters and builds that larger case for assistive technology overall, including IRA. So beginning January 17th of 2023, so that's roughly in five months, the monthly Explorer subscription plan prices will increase. But the key thing I want you all to know today, if you're on the call, you can tell others, this is going to be for any new individuals. So anyone who signs up after January 17, 2023, will be looking at new plans that will be more costly than the plans we have today. Another thing you may know if you've been with us, IRA has not made any changes, adjustments in pricing in the last four years. And I remain, we remain committed to building a visual interpreting service that is sustainable and thus dependable and thus equally affordable. And as mentioned, as a benefit or thank you to the current supporters of IRA, you can avoid the price increase through 2023. Here's how, and I think I'm, I'm going to repeat this a couple of times. I just want to make sure I, I get it across. You know, repetition doesn't ruin the prayer, as my former CEO at Intuit used to say. Um, so anybody with an active IRA subscription that was purchased before January 17, 2023 will not be impacted by the price increase. You will be able to continue that plan through 2023 at the rate that you sign up for prior to that date with the current terms. So this increase will only affect those who sign up after January 17, 2023. So just wanna make that really clear. Knowing each of us, each of you need to make careful decisions about essential and discretionary spending. The reason we're announcing this today is so you have time to think about the upcoming increase and, and change in plans. Um, the new pricing plan, you're like, okay, well, great. What, what's the new increase? So we're not here to announce that today. We need time, by the way, to figure out what the level of increase um, needs to be. And furthermore, like what other adjustments to the plans um, you all need or desire, right? I've heard lots of you in person or with email talk about aspects of plans that you would like to see. Um, I could go into all the details, not today, but 
this will be our opportunity to also evaluate how we package IRA. Um, so the new plans will be announced um, before or on January of 2023. So the commitment is to produce those so you have some time to look at your current plan and future plans in the month of January or in the weeks in January leading up to the 17th. And if we can get it done sooner, we certainly will provide it sooner. But um, I think we can safely commit to providing that at the top of 2023. So as kind of a recap, you know, I'm beating the horse here. If you're a current subscriber with an active subscription, there is no impact to you. Um, if you're a free user today, um, you have the option to purchase uh, a subscription on or before January 17th to get the current pricing. And then if you're wondering about, hey, I'm also an employer or I also, you know, use IRA access through my company, are they, are they gonna get a different rate? Um, there are no changes in the pricing structure at this time. So we're clearly and, and directly talking about the um, consumer subscription plans. So, you know, professionally trained agents and assistance on demand is, um, you know, probably what drove you or drew you to IRA originally. We remain committed to providing quality service you expect and deserve and growing it, right? Investing in new technology and new ways to access IRA. And we'll continue to provide that level of service even when we raise our prices, of course. And I just wanted to like close with, you know, we really appreciate your continued business and loyalty. And at this point would be a good chance to open it up for questions and comments. But in closing, um, when you do have questions that don't, aren't answered today, aren't found on that, um, the communication we're gonna provide, you can always call customer care um, they will be able to provide this information that we're relaying and, and answer other questions you may have. So with that, I'm going to open up the mic and, and or the, uh, you know, the, the chat and see what questions or comments we get. Thank you so much, Troy. And uh, there will be a lot of Q&A in the newsroom post, and you can find that at ira.io slash newsroom. That's where all of our posts uh, are staged. So please, you can go there uh, after the call. But let's uh, let's go ahead and sit. Let's uh, raise some hands here. Yes, if you've got a question, please uh, go ahead and raise your hand, and we'll we'll uh, move as quickly as we can uh, yep. to it. Uh, we do have one question uh, already. I see on YouTube, and oh, great, kind of characterize um, why would you characterize uh, uh, why is the plan increasing in price? So, in, you know. I there are increased costs that we're encountering. You know, we're a service that we consume products, software, technology. You know, we, there's a lot of expenses that we, um, you know, deal with in providing the service. And I can tell you those, those costs have gone up. And it became apparent to me that to continue as a sustainable company, we need to evaluate some new pricing. Um, so it's with that, then we decided, okay, well, we could wait till January, I think, you know, that obviously the wrong plan, you know, just to thrust it upon the community. And then we thought about the policy of like, well, what, what about our current customers who have helped propel us this far? So that's where we came up with the idea to, um, you know, allow people who have been with IRA are with IRA up until January to continue on with their current pricing, even though the cost for us to deliver that same service has gone up. Ooh. 
Oh, Janine, it's Sandy. I can pop in and answer two of the questions that are posted. Oh, wonderful. Q&A, sure. So there's one asking if the locked rate before January 17th applies to plans like the ACB plan or the NFB plan, the power plans, et cetera. And uh, we're not going to, um, to share details about what the new plans look like and how all of the existing plans will uh, live um, after the 17th of January next year. We'll get to that, um, as Troy said a few minutes back, um, at best, just after the first of the year, but certainly before that January 17th uh, date so that you can all evaluate and make plans uh, to continue with what you have or move to something new. And then the second question is related. What will the intro plan be? So same response. Tonight is to give you kind of a long uh, uh, communication about what's coming after the first of the year, but not to share the details. We certainly owe you lots and lots of details about what will be new and how today's plans will look. Uh, in January of 2023, but not for tonight. That will be that will be a whole other explore call. Yes, and you will hear this message repeated by everybody at IRIS. So um, there's no one who has more information or who will give you more information. Uh, it will be basically the same message that we are not giving out that information at this time, uh, but we will endeavor to get it to you. Um, so that you can make some informed decisions in January. So I see do Antonio has a good question. Ah, um, I'll okay. just read it out. It's really right. well written. The announcement is clear that legacy users will not be impacted by the new price. It sounds like that is only through the year 2023. Is that correct? Or can you commit to locking down the price for a little longer than that? So Antonio, no, I can't commit at this point. That's really just literally too far to, to predict. Um, so, you know, at this point, we're only committing through 2023 to keep the current plans called legacy plans, um, you know, at, at the same rate. And when I say current plans, I mean the current public plans, whether they're the NFB, ACB, or the plans that you can find on our website. Great question. Uh, Mark says, will you have where family and friends could give us gift minutes? Um, Janine, am I wrong? Can they can, yeah, absolutely. That can happen now. Um, I don't believe the pricing of the gift minutes or anything like that is involved right now in the discussion of raised uh, pricing. However, uh, I'm not going to, you know, but that would be a question for you, Troy. But right no, now, I can answer that. If, ah, you buy the gift, awesome. if you buy the gift minutes right now, um, you would you would get that benefit, whatever that gift is, because you you've already paid for it. Someone's paid for it. You can mm -hmm. buy yourself a gift if you wanted, I suppose. Um, but if you buy those minutes, you've you've made the transaction, and we've come to an agreement to give you whatever minutes that gift comes with, and that's not going to change. Yep. Yep. So so I I so I mean ultimately that the answer is uh, will you have friends and family? Could they give us some of the answers? Yes. And if you buy it today, then you, the value is locked in. And Sandy, can you look up the, the exact URL for where people can go if they want to uh, purchase a gift card for someone or uh, I, check out the gift cards? I can. I think that it's ira.io slash 
gift hyphen card, but I will confirm that. Awesome. Thank you. I see yeah. Wenway's out there. Hi, Wenway. Um, she's moving away from a pricing question, so we'll, we'll go we'll go this direction. She was just wondering when Ira Desktop will be out of public beta. The answer is um, when we feel as though it's of production and quality that I and the rest of the team, uh, you know, I can tell you the development team is very passionate about achieving a certain level of quality. Um, we're going to take it out of public beta. When will that be? Like how much more time? It's a little hard to predict because as we hit more users, we find more issues that we believe need to be resolved, whether that's accessibility issues, whether that's functionality issues. As a simple detail, today you can't look up the usage. So we're talking about plans. You can't um, you can't look at your usage of minutes in the desktop app. And so that's an obvious gap that has to be closed. Um, then there's other ones that are more subtle um, in terms of the interaction on the web with screen readers. Like we want to release a product we're all proud of and one that um, when there are defects, we're going to go after them. So it's a long way of saying, I think we're still several months away from having a broader production release. But at this time, there's nothing preventing anyone from using the desktop. So it's kind of use it knowing that there are certain gaps and limitations. But for many that I've talked to, they're like, hey, it's plenty usable for me. And when I'm at the when I'm at my computer, it's better than using the phone and and TeamViewer. Great question. Okay. Great question. Um, Emily, uh, AK Sensei asks, I like this one. How yeah. come you don't have an annual plan? Mm, good topic. Mm -hmm, well, yeah. as we mentioned, um, as we evaluate 2023 and plans, that one is firmly on my front desk. Um, in fact, I'd love to be able to run a poll. How many would want an annual plan? I've heard from many people they want an annual plan. There's really nothing preventing us from offering one except for taking the time to construct it, offer it, present it. Um, so not committing today to an annual plan, but that's certainly a front runner in terms of changes and um, capabilities that we would, would consider offering in 2023. All right. See, all it takes is asking the question. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a, yeah, I, I could go on an annual plan. I've, I've, I think they make a lot of sense for a lot of people. There are some questions over on YouTube again. Oh, oh go for it. Yeah, I'm, it, by the way, folks, I, I can't see the YouTube questions. So yeah. I was going to say, we'll uh, get to no, you live, and, folks, and, but and let's do these. Some, yeah. some of the questions on YouTube, you, essentially, you, you answered, Troy, and that uh, there are features that folks need to stay tuned about regarding uh, the, the beta uh, application. Uh, but uh, one of the questions that did come through uh, has to do with what is the best way to request free access at an airport? And, oh. and specifically mm. wondering about locations like Detroit or larger cities where, yeah. you know, what would be the best way for, I, I suppose in this case, an explorer to reach out to their community? So to the community, I'm gonna give you a couple of options. Um, these are, you can do any and all, or you can do one or one or all. One is you can tell our sales team, it's not that they don't know, you know, what airports don't have access. Their mission is to call and, um, you know, influence all airports to deploy IRA. As a little backstory, we even have a relationship with an organization called um, 
triple AE. What do they stand for? America. American Association of Airline Executives. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah. And that includes all airport CEOs, includes CEOs of airlines. And that community knows about IRA and they know that some airports have deployed it. And it's still a slower process to kind of close them all. But let's get to the chase. One is inform our sales team that you have a passion for IRA at a specific airport by contacting sales. Part of what helps our sales team successfully advocate to an airport is literally a consumer, someone who uses that airport saying, hey, why can't you deploy IRA like the other 40 or 50 airports that are out there? So when, when Marty and Kevin know that, um, that helps them prioritize. Number two, and this is really as far as you want to go, it's contacting executives at that airport. Most airports have their information on the web about how to get in touch and advocating, whether it's sharing links about IRA, whether it's sharing press releases about other airports, whatever is natural to you to communicate that you think it's a good service and you want it deployed there. So that's a, an end. And then, you know, there's other tools out there. Some, some brands, some operations listen to Twitter, some listen to Facebook, you know, advocacy never hurts in my opinion. Um, and it's, and it's hard. I, th I personally think, it's hard to look away from IRA if people are demanding it because there's a lot of great examples, call it press, about how it benefits um, folks. And frankly, it's easy for that airport to deploy. They don't have to invest in infrastructure. They don't have to deploy hardware. They don't have to train their staff. Um, so it's sometimes just we need a little bit of luck and a little bit of momentum um, from someone like you. So. And that, look at what that did with Phoenix this year. Uh, okay. Phoenix Sky Harbor came on board this year. That's yep. huge. We're very I excited. And a lot of you worked on that, too. <laughs> As I say, behind the scenes, it's not a secret. You know, there were a lot of explorers that did one or more of those things I described, um, which, you know, if you're persistent and consistent, eventually you get the attention of someone at that point where they're ready to engage. Right. Okay, what else do we got from YouTube land? Uh, another question concerns um, uh, Explorer is currently paying with a debit card. Was wondering about the possibility maybe of using PayPal as a form of payment uh, method. That, I wish Ryan Bishop was on. Um, <laughs> no, no commitment, but that is something we have looked at. Um, and whether it's PayPal, Venmo, Zell, there's a, there's a bunch of them out there. We haven't taken the time because yeah, we just haven't taken the time to really engage all of you to understand which one would be best. But the big ones are in some ways the easiest. Um, so that is possible. Um, so I'd love to hear from you all, like how many people would use it. I'd even love to ask, I think I know why, but I'd love to ask why that is desirable. I mean, I've heard reasons, but I'm always interested. Like, what is the um, what is the rationale? But that's that's that that's something we can, and I, I can almost commit to it, except for the fact that don't want to commit to things and then you know let let you all down. But that is you know within our reach, um, you know, in, in a in a six or twelve month time frame. And so the more I hear about that, um, you know, it, it'll go up the list because we again have you know like everyone we have focus and limited resources. So, you know, focusing on the most important things first is kind of the 
the way we operate at IRA. I see Apple Pay too, just to knock that out. Yeah. Ah, yes. Apple Pay is another one. <laughs> Google Pay. Um, and you know, um, I'll, I'll share one. This isn't. This isn't. This is known in general. The the one challenge a lot of companies have is um, Apple in particular, and Google as well. There's a difference between Apple Pay and in-app payment. Um, you can go read about it, but the in-app payment is very expensive. Uh, they charge vendors uh, like us up to 15, 20% of the transaction, which is amazing that they can do that. However, separately, like checking out or providing Apple Pay as a checkout mechanism is, is, is different. And so if we did, that's the way we would go. Um, I don't see, you know, given everything you just heard, you know, we'd have to, that's a, that's a cost, right? That would have to go somewhere. So Apple Pay as a alternative to a credit card is something we, we definitely could look at. Alrighty. Uh, let's see. But I love the variety of questions here. Um, can we take a live one, Sid? Uh, you know, I don't see any that have, have come through just yet, but if, if folks want to raise their hand, they can. I do see some questions related, though, into the Q&A area. Oh, great. Um, yeah, because I, I actually can't see those. So, <laughs> uh, One of the questions that came in uh, has to do with IRA Desktop and, and inquiring about taking over the remote functions of TeamViewer. Yeah. Uh, and I think we'll be talking about for a long time. I, um, the... So today, the IRA desktop experience is a web app. Um, I'm trying to think of other web apps we might commonly use, you know, as a technology team, as, as we collaborate with each other, we happen to use Google Meet and Google Meet, Meet is a web app. Um, some of us might be on Zoom. That is a application you install Zoom. Um, so there's a difference between a web app and an application. Um, there's nothing we can do to thwart the operating system and the browser security to remote control a computer through a web app. There is no web app that can do that. The way that it might appear that they do that is you have to install a companion application. So when we were talking about, um, for example, Google uh, or Chrome remote desktop, if you go through that installation process, you will at some point download an executable, you download a program. And when you download that program, you permit it to potentially have access to your machine so that you can remote control. That's that's a security feature. But so our web, our web app will never, our web desktop will never be able to on its own remotely control your desktop. You can share your screen. So you can share, you can share a tab, share a window, share a screen. But when it comes time to, you want the agent to press buttons to control your machine, that's gonna to have to go through today, one of the three, TeamViewer, Quick Assist, or uh, Google or Chrome Remote Desktop. Chrome Remote Desktop, yep. Now there could be a future where Ira produces an executable. So instead of a web app, we do a, a native app. Um, we've thought about it and we may choose to do that at some point. And if we choose to do that, then we could be the one-stop shop with the remote um, access. The I can tell you our 3.0 platform puts us in a position to be able to do that at some point in the future. So we'll be evaluating that extra level of friction that comes with the fact that you have to still use one of these other systems to do remote access. But I would I close with 
asking you to, you know, check out Quick Assist, check out Chrome Remote Desktop, because so far those look pretty easy, especially relative to TeamViewer to install as a companion. Excellent. We do have uh, we do have a few folks' hands that are raised now, and I'm able to uh, right. uh, route them in. The first one up will be. Uh, uh, stand by just a moment. Will be uh, Misty. Uh, can you hear us, Misty? You're on. Hi guys, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hi guys. So, um, playing a bit of a devil's advocate here as far as the price increase, but probably others have the same question, so I'm going to throw it out there. Um, as far as the price increase, um, a lot of folks in recent months have been having issues with, say, uh, a decrease in um, being able to get in within a reasonable amount of time when they call in and also some other issues. So how would folks justify the price increase with an apparent decrease in quality of service, again, especially with regard to wait times? Thanks. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, so. In fact, we, we had our company meeting today um, and we discussed this you know, announcement and I don't think Savannah Masai is on the call. And I threw that one at her. I'm like, hey, someone's gonna ask this. And um, you know, her response, I, I can just play it back for you, but it's the one I stand behind too. So ignore, they're, they're fully independent right now. Um, we, we remain committed to achieving a short wait time, whether or not we increase prices or not. We we are committed to providing quality agents, whether or not we have a price increase. So they're kind of independent. Um, so, you know, the fact that we have wait times that exceed our goal is something we're working on, whether or not we increase prices. So I think you, if, if you're unsatisfied and, uh, you know, at times it sounds like you are, and I, I would be too, um, with that wait time, know that we are working on hiring and training agents as fast as we can um, and looking at how do we better optimize that process. So, and I said before too, you know, not, it's not your job, but if you know folks who um, would be interested in being an agent, you know, we're always hiring and we're always looking for applicants and that is kind of a separate thing. So we remain committed to that SLA and at the same time, we're looking to, um, you know, recover some of the, the costs that, you know, have increased on, on the IRA side. So hopefully that answers that question because they're, I can see where you think they're related, but whether I increase prices or not, and we are going to for new users, um, the SLA um, issue has to be dealt with today and, and in the future. Um, we have made, if you look at the statistics internally that I have, We've made a lot of progress there, and there are periods of time where the SLA is, is within kind of the 10 to 15 second range. But I also note that there are periods of days and hours where sometimes for 10, 15, 20 minutes, it, it falls out of that range, and we continue to work on that. Thank you, Misty, for that question. Excellent. The next person up is uh, Mirtha. Mirtha, uh, you are connected. Uh, please ask your question. Hi, um, can you hear me okay? Yes. Oh, excellent. Um, great. Um, thanks, Ira, for uh, the uh, you know, session. Uh, very informative. Uh, my question is, um, actually, I get two questions. Let me begin with one. Uh, uh, do you have any uh, corporate uh, plans for professionals? Corporate plans for professionals. So are you a small 
business or do you work for a company and you're looking for the company to provide a accommodation or is it something different? Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's the latter. Actually, I'm working for a company and I'm wondering if this service can be set up through the uh, corporation. Yeah. Yes, um, absolutely. We're our focus, if you were to look at internally and we've declared it externally, are we're really focused on two areas exclusively and, and a third um, as, it, as it unfolds. So education and employment are our core focus since I think last year we've added about, I'm gonna, it's off the top of my head. So I'm gonna say 15 to 20 corporations who you know, provide IRA for their employees. We love to brag about the tech companies in part because it also demonstrates that we're able to pass a very rigid security test so we're always proud. You'll hear me talk about um, Amazon, Google, Microsoft, Salesforce. Um, you know, but there's others, whether that is uh, TD Bank or Target or Starbucks or, and the list goes on. So, and then there's a lot of small employers um, and including folks who build products, you know, for accessibility like the Sparrow. So if you work at the Sparrow, you can use Ira. But bottom line is we have a package. We have a corporate package that is an accommodation for employees, and if and the way to get that conversation started, Sandra, what 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 are the two ways to do that? I, I know you have some material on the web, but we can also set them up with an email. Sure. If you write to access a c c e s s at ira.io, we can uh, respond to you with material to take to somebody, or you can direct us to somebody to follow up with. So access. A C C E S S at ira.io. And say one more thing, uh, just so you kind of have the bigger picture. So, we went to um, a conference called Disability In, um, had 2,500 participants. It's the companies who are at least most committed to overall um, inclusion and, and accommodations. And at that conference, we picked up at least 40 inbound leads from companies who want to, or are thinking about deploying IRA for their employees as an accommodation. So the, the, um, the momentum and the um, use cases and, you know, that would appeal to HR and other people who would fund this otherwise are increasing. So it's becoming, I think, a lot easier to ask and also answer the question why and, and how. That sounds great. Thank you. Um... I'm going to get in touch with you guys uh, through the access at uh, ira.io uh, email address. And um, you know, uh, quickly, my next question uh, is, uh, you know, there was a mention about uh, NFP and the ACP plans. I'm wondering if you could please expand on that. So with all the plans, um, with the, those are what I consider, you know, current plans. And if you maintain those plans up through, you know, if you're, if you're subscribing to that, you know, prior to January, 17, 2023, um, then you will be able to continue at that rate through 2023. Um, those plans will change, you know, post January 2023. We have not yet worked out what those rates will be, what the discount will be, or anything like that. So that's a TBD. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, sorry, actually, I'm trying to understand if this NS, NFP plan is for exclusively for NFP members. Or how does it? That's do? correct. Yes. That is correct. 
you do need to be a member of the NFB or one of its uh, divisions or state organizations. And when you sign up and you have to do that through the customer care team, you can't actually do that through the app, but through the customer care team, they will then ask you a few questions about your affiliation, such as uh, state president and a few other things to verify. And then we verify that with NFB. And then we uh, give you that plan at the discount that we have for it. Oh, is it, um, could you please specify what's the uh, the discount for the NFP oh, plan? Oh, certainly, certainly. Right now, our we call them our power plans, and they are for ACB, NFB, and two organiz three organizations in Canada, I believe. Um, I think I'm missing someone, but uh, RNIB. Yes, I am missing RNIB. So the two plans that we have that are called power plans, our intro power plan is $20 a month US for 30 minutes. And then the standard power plan is $100 a month for 140 minutes as opposed to 120 minutes. So those are the two plans at this point in time. Sounds good, thank you. All right, you are so welcome, sir. Have a good evening. Excellent. Uh, the next one we've got is Yvonne. Uh, Yvonne, uh, can you hear us? Yvonne, if you can unmute your yeah, uh, you microphone. You may have to unmute there. <laughs> okay. There we go. Now, uh, my question is about access points. Uh, I am right now talking to our YMCA about getting IRA. Now, are their rates, are the rates for access points going to change as well? Very good question, Troy. Yeah, the, um, the pricing model that we use for what we call an access partner, a YMCA, a Starbucks, a hope to be Walmart, um, those, those prices are negotiated. They're a little more custom. It's really a function of how many individuals they're going to be serving over um, you know, their whole set of locations, you know, in the case of Starbucks. So we haven't announced any changes. I can tell you, how would I say this? Um, the price they pay is is much more costly than, than what you pay as a subscriber. Um, so, you know, my commitment is to keep the subscription plans as low cost as possible, given the fact that, um, you know, really I see the future of providing IRA at an increasing lower cost is either because we have more access partners, um, so there's more coverage, and or those partners are paying a much higher rate that allows me to discount the subscriber plans. So it's a long way of saying that um, the answer is no, um, but we're always tinkering with and coming up with different pricing plans for folks like YMCA or Starbucks and, and the latter, but it's what's called enterprise pricing in um, software as a service term. Um, so hopefully that answers your question. So the answer is really yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> and have y'all considered doing like pre-scheduled IRA sessions? Like you know yeah, um, you're going to need a, IRA. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole set of, we call it call management features that are firmly on the backlog, which is to say we plan to do them. Right now the focus is IRA everywhere in desktop, but those include scheduling a call or you call in and we call you back when there's an agent available so you don't have to sit and wait on hold um, scheduling with a preference for the task like i'm going to navigate or 
um, or even we've thought about, um, you could say something like, I wanna make a call when I get to a certain location and you're sharing your location with us so that we know when you're gonna call and we have an agent available for you. So we've, we've thought of a lot of different ways or you really explained to us, I should say, uh, all the ways you wanna use IRA and those things are in the backlog, but there's no commitment on when we deliver those. The focus right now is- And I do, I do encourage everyone the demonstration mode. Um, I did that at the Y and the manager, the one I go to is just totally impressed. And mm. it is very powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I would say you. you're, you're already doing what uh, someone else asked. And, you know, the other point is, um, you know, you can engage our access team uh, at access.ira.o. And, and if we can, if you can help lead us to someone who's a decision maker, um, you know, we'll, we'll carry it from there. I just wanted, it's Sandy speaking. I just wanted to add one follow-on thought to what Troy just suggested. Right, write to us. We can arm you with material or take a name and we'll follow up. The point I wanted to add was we often talk about Target, right? We're so proud to call Target our partner, Starbucks, so proud to call Starbucks our partner, but not just big um, multinational organizations. If it's the single why in your community, we will talk to them. We would love to welcome them into the IRA Access family. So um, just walk away from this call knowing, you know, big, little, all sorts of different organizations. We're happy to have conversation with any one of them. Absolutely. And let's see, do we have any more in the Q&A or out on YouTube that are kind of different, unique questions before we go back to our live yeah, folks? Well, one mention is we, we did have some folks tune in late and they wanted to make sure that there was going to be an archive copy of the uh, yes. uh, broadcast. And yes, there is an archive copy that will be available on YouTube as well as, uh, and here's a great moment to plug our podcast. You bet. <laughs> yeah, and and, and uh, Janine, how would you, what's the best way that folks would want to to be able to download and access that podcast. So they can download IRACast. It's A-I-R-A-C-A-S-T. And you can download that in your podcast player of choice. We are on all the major podcast distribution channels, including Apple Podcasts, which gets it out to a ton of different folks, and Spotify, uh, et cetera, et cetera, Overcast, um, a number of the podcatchers out there, as they used to be called. But you can also subscribe to our podcast feed, which is going to tell you when we have new episodes, and there will be direct download links from there also, and that is pinecast.com slash feed slash iracast. That's pinecast.com slash feed slash iracast. And you'll notice we changed podcast hosts uh, recently, and we are very happy with Pinecast. They have outstanding accessibility, and uh, we are just really loving our partnership with Pinecast. So uh, that is how you can get our podcast. It will probably be out either late tomorrow or Friday morning. So look for it out there. We will also put an announcement out on all of our social channels that our podcast is available. So yes, this will be out there for you to listen to. Excellent. So, Janine, it's Sandy. I'll just pop in with one uh, confirmation and then one, one more question for Troy about the topic of uh, 
plans in January. So the confirmation is that the gift cards um, web page is ira.io slash gift hyphen cards, plural. And everything, everything your friend, you, your friends and family need to know to purchase uh, Ira Minutes with a gift card uh, is right there on that page. And then Troy, I think a question, I saw one quick one fly by, um, maybe an important one that we should cover before we hand it back to Janine and Sid to wrap up for the night is to be, um, to, to talk about rollover minutes as we think about the 2023 subscription plans. Um, I, I know it's on people's minds. It's the most often asked question of Ira, right? Right, actually tied with wearables. So, right. <laughs> and it was really unfortunate. You, for me, you, um, you clipped out for a minute. You're just gonna have to repeat. Oh. I, oh, I heard, I'm, I heard... I'm sorry. Is my audio clear? Is my audio clear now? Yep. Yes. There you go. So uh, I talked about gift cards, which you already know, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. was posing one more question for you to address rollover minutes before we wrap up this evening. Oh, actually, sorry for me, it's evening. Whatever time zone you're in. Yeah. <laughs> um, I understand, and I've had lots of conversations as 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 have a lot of us about rollover. I get the concept that, hey, I purchased those minutes, but I didn't use them. And now you know, I have nothing and it's, you know, I, I, I get it. So as we look at our plans in 2023, we'll evaluate that. Rollover as a concept is probably not the way we'll go. I think the real question is how do we make the pay for service flexible to your needs? Um, the, uh, there's a much longer discussion why rollover was an absolute failure when we launched it operationally and very expensive to implement. Um, it's it's why uh, a lot of cell phone plans, like a lot of systems don't do that kind of thing explicitly. And I could give a much longer answer, but I think what I've, what I've taken away is that there's some level of flexibility we want. Today, that flexibility is provided at a month level where you can change your plan on a monthly basis. Of course, you know that, and you're still asking for rollover, so I know it doesn't meet all the desires and the needs. So I think that's in 2023, that's for us to think about how we make that flexibility meet your expectation. So hopefully that's not too abstract, but what I don't, I doubt, I can say I doubt that we would look at rollover because of the complexity that we encountered with people getting confused over how many minutes did I roll over from last month? And then I had minutes from the prior month and there's a lot of math and consternation over the accounting of minutes. And then the second thing is um, folks would, um, they, they would tell me, hey, I don't use IRICs, I'm just saving up minutes. Yeah, I really wanna use it, but you know, I keep rolling over because I might have a bigger need. And in talking to those folks, it really became clear that there's gotta be a different way so that you, we can predict when you're gonna use your minutes and we can look at averages. And so we, we can do a better job planning. So. Hopefully that answers the question, but I've heard that one a lot and we'll be looking at providing more flexibility. It is a great question. And one thing to know about those gifted minutes or minutes that you purchase, those do stay around until you use them up. 
as long as you have a paid plan. So that's something to know about uh, minutes that you purchase or minutes that are gifted to you. They essentially do roll over. So, and I'm making my rollover gesture here. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, uh, we don't want to keep uh, Troy and uh, and Sandy and Sid, who have had a very long day today. So we are going to wrap it up for the evening, but we know that you all have tons of questions to which we are probably going to give the same answer that we do not have any information and we won't give any out about specific pricing until we hope at some point in January before the price change, right, Troy? Yes, and I'm madly typing a few answers. At least I can do that. In, uh, <laughs> Great. So, um, but we will definitely look over all of your comments from the YouTube channel, everything in the Zoom Q&A. Also, we will be looking at, and uh, you can send any further questions to support at ira.io and our great customer care team will get those to the people who can best answer them. So that might be our sales team. That might be uh, us sitting here on this call. So support at ira.io. You can also call customer care. Ah, and there's my final thing. Um, you can call customer care at one 800 835 And Sandy, we have one final thing to tell folks about the formatting of phone numbers. This has been something that I know many of you are very passionate about, but we now have an explanation for why we are going to be formatting phone numbers the way we do on our website and in our publications. That's right. We're looking for, well, our goal was to have consistency. And so our approach with the phone numbers on our website, and it will take in our communications, it will take a wee bit of time to work through everything and clean them up. But we will format them all as though you are outside North America calling in to North America to get us out of the quagmire of who wants country codes and who doesn't want country codes. So uh, no, they'll all be written with the hypothesis, I don't want to call it an assumption, with the hypothesis that if you're using a non-North American number, that you're outside the U.S. calling into the U.S. So we'll start to get that all cleaned up in the coming days. And hopefully we'll make it easier for everybody to be able to call us without either inadvertently adding a digit or accidentally omitting a digit. And this is a, a standard that we've done some research on as well. And so we have something to back it. And also we want to make sure that you get through to customer care. And so um, you will see that change in the numbers coming soon. Well, Sid, thank you so much and thank everyone for coming out. We've had another uh, record audience for this call. Along Thanks, everyone. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed the questions. Uh, I really appreciate everyone's uh, thoughtful and, and even if they feel like hard questions, I, I want to hear, we want to hear your thoughts because this is a relationship between, you know, both of us, like without, without explorers, there is no IRA. And uh, I really thank, thank everyone for their, their time and their uh, questions. Absolutely. Absolutely. And our next Explorer call will take place as I get out the magic Braille calendar here. La la, there it is. And that call will take place on Wednesday, the 
1st of September. Hard to believe it will be September very soon. So the 21st of September, be here. We will have some special guests for that call, so it should be quite an interesting time. And uh, we'll have, again, much, much to tell you about IRA Everywhere and what is going on with us and our many partners uh, in the IRA adventure. Well, thank you so much, Sid, for handling uh, all of our folks out there and being our intrepid producer. Thanks, Jimmy. Appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, Sandy and Troy, have a wonderful evening. And everyone, we will talk to you next month here thank with you. Ira. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye.